Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and I am here in the capital of Kiev, Ukraine. And I wanted to address a question that I seem to be getting quite frequently, which is, what is the legality of traveling to other countries with nootropics or smart drugs? You know, maybe people are going on a business trip, going on a vacation, and you want to be cognitively enhanced when you get to whatever country you're going to. And here's the truth about this. You are always, while traveling, you are always at risk of being taken advantage of by the border guards and the security personnel of the country that you are going to. And if you are traveling with something that is not immediately recognizable as a supplement that could be purchased in a pharmacy in the country of where you're going to, you're going to be at increased risk of being taken advantage of by the border guards of whatever countries that you are visiting. They may pull you out of line. They may take a look at it and say, hey, you need to come with us to this little room and we're going to ask you some questions and you better have some good answers for us. They may even confiscate your nootropics, your smart drinks that you're traveling with. They may even not allow you into their country. However, I've been traveling for five years, almost continuously. I've been to 25 different countries, dozens of border crossings, and I have never had a problem. However, I keep my nootropics, my smart drugs, in the bottom of my luggage, out of sight. I don't declare them at custom. I don't talk to people about them. I don't talk to the security guards about them. I don't talk to my fellow travelers, person sitting next to me in the airplane about them, and I've never had an issue. However, there's a couple of countries where I would not do this. Notably, Muslim countries and Singapore are infamous for really overreacting to people that are trafficking anything. Singapore has like a mandatory death sentence for any person that is caught trafficking narcotics into their country. So I, I really wouldn't take a chance with Singapore. Also, I've heard a lot of horror stories about Brazil. Brazil is really infamous for if you get caught trafficking narcotics in Brazil, they're just going to throw you in a terrible jail to rot. And the only way to get out is to pay a judge like a hundred grand. So in a country like Brazil, in really any country that ranks really poorly in the country corruption index, well, that's that, there, there's a little bit of a risk that you face there that if you have something that, again, is not immediately recognizable and labeled as something that a security guard could find in a pharmacy in their country, then you're taking a little bit of a risk. However, I will say that over these past five years or so, I have communicated with 
many thousands of biohackers around the world. I've uh, read voraciously online different accounts of people using things in all sorts of different countries. And I've never heard of a broke down palace type situation resulting from like a person that's crossing a border with 500 grams of paracetam on them and the security guard thinks it's cocaine and throws them in jail and they have to sit and rot in jail and fight the legal system for nine months or a year or whatever. I've never heard of a story like that. So that anecdotal evidence, that lack of uh, that type of thing that you would hear about if it happened, I think your chances of that happening are virtually nil. If you found this video helpful and you'd be interested in learning more about life hacking and biohacking and the, the intersection of the two, go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever it is now. I'm Jonathan Roseland and I look forward to a continued conversation with you.